Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I'm here once again with my fellow podcasters. And tonight, we are going to be doing another, uh, what are we calling it? Trip report. The trip review. Yeah, trip report, but a COVID getaway. My family decided to take in the middle of the pandemic, trying to find something that fits. Um, My wife is a physician, and she's really particular about where we go during this time. And we discovered after doing a little, I mean, it's not a big discovery on our part. <laughs> it wasn't like a secret hidden gem like last time, but we went to the Ritz Carlton Amelia Island, um, which was actually, we just got back the other day and we had a fantastic time. But anyway, we can go ahead and get started talking about it. All um, right. Let me go ahead and get, let, let people know about the location. It is approximately for us, it was like a five hour drive from Atlanta, unless somehow the people of McDonough cause traffic and make it longer, which they usually do. Um, and, but it's also just a 30 minute drive from the Jacksonville airport. And it is a location on a barrier island, Amelia Island. Um, and it is um, set on a beautiful golf course on the, this amazing beach with like sand dunes between you and the beach. And it really, really is just like a picturesque. It's like this mix of Georgia meets Florida. It's a really interesting because it's right on the northern tip of Florida. So it's this really unique location. Nice. So what made... So how long were you there for? We were there for six nights and seven days. What made you decide to pick that resort? So we've been talking, I've had clients go to Amelia Island before, but they had gone to the Omni and had an amazing time. They absolutely love the Omni. The Omni is a slightly more spread out property. Um, It's probably about four miles south of the Ritz-Carlton. And we were going back and forth on which one we wanted to go to. And really, I think it just came down to uh, the price on that week was just a little bit less than the price um, at the Omni. I think that if you look at them, usually the Ritz-Carlton is more expensive, but sometimes the Omni um, prices out just the Ritz just a little bit, depending on occupancy and yielded rates. Mm. So, but it was, it was, and we've been wanting to go to that location. We've stayed um, at the JW Marriott and slash Ritz-Carlton in um, Orlando, the Grand Lakes location. And that's like one of our favorite resorts. So it was, Fun to try another Ritz Carlton. That's good. Tell so, us a little bit about the uh, about the room that you had. So this is the one thing. This is probably like at at a in a week that was like a ten out of ten in pretty much every category. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say this is the only area that wasn't a ten out of ten. But then I found out why afterwards. We had a, I mean, the rooms are very nice with beautiful white marble bathrooms and ama- like the views out to the ocean, even like the least expensive room still has an ocean view. Uh, they call it a coastal view, but everywhere else would either be a partial ocean view or an ocean view. It's, mm-hmm. um, and then they also have ocean front and they also have ocean view, ocean front, and what they call coastal view. 
Um, our view was basically over a lawn looking out to the ocean. It was really pretty. Um, but I will say this, even though the rooms were nice, they're definitely at the end. You could tell they were at the end of their life cycle. Um, <laughs> with just like some of the, the first, like, I don't want to say dated, but just like when you walk into the resort, they've already redone all of the public spaces and you walk through and it is just like this massive wow. It's like, you know, everything is up to date and modern, but still elegant. It's beautiful. And you get to the rooms and they're like a nice room, but nothing that's like a big wow. Um, we had a, we had a couple small little hiccups with just some like some of the linens and stuff like that that I just passed on um, to the resort and I spoke to um, actually one of uh, the managers there and he was telling me and actually showed me a picture and I'm not allowed to share it yet but they are about to starting this coming week they're taking an entire wing of inventory or wing of the hotel out of inventory and they're starting to completely gut the rooms which really explains <laughs> a lot nice. that those rooms are at the very end of of their their life um before the the update and the new rooms look insane they look so yeah, beautiful sure. it's kind of that like beachy relaxed vibe but still super elegant uh, with a, I will say this in the pictures I've seen there is a giant now hopefully this still comes out because what I saw was a um a rendering so hopefully it still comes out this way there's a giant soaking tub which i feel like every high-end resort is pretty much trying to throw into their beach resorts you know I've or into their, their beach rooms have you now yeah <laughs> yeah so we looked at the pictures uh both steph and i and we're like oh yeah we're going to be coming back and those rooms will should be should start um coming back into inventory around christmas time so sometime in like late december they'll be bringing that wing back into inventory the whole I remember pro- you the whole project yeah, will be done in february that's not bad yeah i remember no. you telling us you were you know you were texting us while you were there um and i think you said something along the lines of we knew the we knew the room situation might be what it was like we, not, we knew the rooms bad. would be we knew the rooms would be tired like that wasn't a, right. a surprise, but with the having some of the linen problems we came across, that I will say they remedied them right away. So like, right. like so I just think that it was you know like the couple bad towels and a shower curtain that got fixed you know the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing is I know it can kind of come across as being nitpicky or super picky, and you guys may give me a hard time about it, but I always encourage my clients. Give give a hotel an opportunity to fix something while you're still on property, rather than trying to blow them up uh, online on a, a Facebook review or on a TripAdvisor review, um, because that's what they're there for. Like that's why there's management there. That's why they're you know they want to fix those problems, and sometimes they never know that they're a problem until you let you bring it to their attention. Before you put them on blast, give them an option. Yes, <laughs> that's my saying. Before you put them on blast on trip. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. I think that's what everyone should do. Right, like give the hotel an opportunity to fix it. They can't fix and... it after you're gone. So well, right, and you walk you walk in with certain expectations, especially going to the Ritz. Yeah, um, and you know we we kind of saw some of the things John John had issue with, and it was it looked like it was a little out of sorts for what you would expect walking to the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, you know, I, no doubt. Um, now was it horrible? No, but it was something as a travel advisor that you, it'll stand out to you because you want your clients who you recommend going certain places to have the absolute best experience. Um, 
Right. And sentiment. and then peak season cuz we went off season. So peak season, you know, mid you know, midsummer or whatever, these rooms could easily go for 7 or 800 dollars a night like without batting an eye. And I feel like my clients would be disappointed if they had spent 7 or 800 dollars on that room and had some you know, had even though they're small issues, you know, there's those give them an opportunity to fix it and they did. They yeah. went out of their way to make sure it was fixed. So that's awesome. Good. And with a smile and with kindness. And they were grateful that, you know, that it was brought to their attention. And they also let us know, like, these are what the new rooms are going to look like. And they're really, really excited about it. And um, I will have um, on, um, hopefully I'll get, by the time this goes up, I'll have on our, um, on my, on my YouTube and hopefully on our, I'll post them into our Facebook community. I'll have a room tour of a King room a, like a king ocean view and then i'll also have a video of a uh one bedroom suite uh nice. that i got so was you, were, able to you go. were able you were able to see an additional room yeah i lined up actually two extra rooms i didn't take the video of the two double rooms only because all of our crap was in there and, it, <laughs> and it, i just didn't have an opportunity with the amount of stuff that our family brings to the beach for a week I didn't. I never even had an opportunity to get a good video before that stuff got unpacked. Because the moment we got to the room, bags were dropped, and everybody grabbed their stuff, and we went to the beach. So, how was the beach there? So it's if you. I thought it was better than Hilton Head. We go to Hilton Head a lot, and I felt like the beach was better than Hilton Head. The sand was nicer. It was less rocky, less. Um, you know, and the first couple of days we were there was during a nor'easter, so the 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 waves were like, like what I grew like bigger than what I grew up with on the Pacific coast, like very very, um, like large, and like the streets in town and stuff were flooded because there was such an uh, a high tide because of it. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and like we had like forty mile per hour wind gusts like the first day we were there. It was kind of insane. Um, but I mean, I, I saw, once we after that, it was just like beautiful. You walk through this, like over the, the dunes on this like bridgeway and you go down and it's just absolutely beautiful. And they have in the dunes, um, these gopher tortoises, I'll upload a picture or video and they walk around the property and stuff. And they're just like the natural inhabitants of the Island. And they're like these like really big gopher tortoises. And my, and my kids like fell in love with like Aww. tracking them down and finding them. That would be fun. It was a lot of fun. So how were the how many pools do they have and like how were how were the pools there? Yeah. Like my okay, kids so they have, have big pool kids. Yes, like my that. kids too. Like my kids preferred even though they love going and building sandcastles and boogie boarding and stuff like that. I think we only spent two or three days at the beach. The rest was the pool. And even the days that we were at the beach, we still migrated to the pool. Um the pool, the the main pool, which is where we spend all of our time, I wouldn't say it's like huge, but it's large enough to accommodate a lot of people. So they have three pools. They have the main pool, which is right next to what's called the restaurant called their rest outdoor restaurant, Alfresco Dining, called Coquina, and that the food there was unreal. Like we'll talk about food, but the food there for like a pool bar like restaurant was really good. And then they have the bar section of Coquina that's there as well, and it's like a tiki bar, like like but like really really nice, not like a sh- a shack, but like a really nice like tiki house almost of a bar. And then and then they um and the pool it's kind of like an almost like a giant S shape, so you, it's like you're able to social distance really well. And then they have like concentric circles on one side of the pool that were like they are like three or four levels up. So it's kind of like, like you think of like a movie theater with stadium seating, but it's like full of beach chairs. 
Um, and we had no problem social distancing, but we were also there, you know, in September, not in, you know, May or June or July and during peak time. And then that, so there's that main pool. They have an indoor pool, but that is currently closed as part of their COVID precautions. And the indoor pool has, it's like a large pool and a hot tub is in there. And then they have a third pool, which is only for, uh, for it's the spa pool it has it's lap pool with and then and it's like a saline pool they don't call it a salt a a salt pool like a salt water pool. they call it a saline pool and then there's also like a really fancy hot tub in there as well um and i did a spa treatment one day got a massage which was just a great way to end vacation and um i I didn't have time to go and enjoy that pool area because i didn't want to like ditch stuff to even longer to be with the kids by herself um but it's like the pool servers and stuff like that come back there as well. So it's like your own, it's an, and that's adults only because it's in the spa. It's really nice. So three pools in total, multiple hot tubs. The main pool has a hot tub as well. Nice. So, they, I mean, the pools were, were absolutely wonderful. Um, also, yeah, tell us a little bit about the food. What was the food experience? Okay. So we talked about Coquina, which is like one of the, the which is the poolside restaurant. They also have a restaurant called Coast, which is like their main dining, and that's where they have um, their breakfast, and typically they'd have a breakfast buffet, but right now there's no true buffet. They'll still serve you off of the buffet line, um, but but it's not up because of, uh, it's not an actual buffet because of COVID, um, and that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, where Coquina is available only for lunch and dinner. Uh, there's room service. There is um, a the lobby bar has a sushi bar um, in there, and then they have an outdoor patio just off of the lobby, which they also have servers there. So like you can eat outdoors at all except one restaurant, which was really a big bonus for us. That was one of the reasons we ended up there because um, all the different dining areas were great. The sushi was phenomenal. We had a couple sushi rolls and some nigiri and sashimi, and it was just top notch. Um, and I will say this, like, this is a, a pet peeve of mine. When we go to different resorts that they, you know, some restaurants will have a good kid's menu. The others won't, you know, mm-hmm. they had the same kid. You could order off the same kid menu at any of the restaurants, like across property, oh, that's which was nice. fantastic. And, and it was every place should do. Right, and it was a full know? kid menu, like with like 10 options. Oh, that's like, nice. Like macaroni and cheese and spaghetti and, um, not fajitas, uh, what do you call them? Tortillas and cheese. Quesadillas. What is that? Quesadillas. Quesadillas. Margaritas. You know, fried chicken. <laughs> you know, uh, they had a kid's pizza. They had, I mean, it was like, the, it was a burger, hot dog. It was literally like a full on menu. Um, so my kid, your kids can eat something different every day. Well, Any good. variation of cheese and bread that they would want. Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, and the, the food was just phenomenal everywhere we went. Coquino is probably our favorite um we where we had like i had amazing poke bowl there one day um had this really great like chopped salad another day i'm trying to think i started getting eating worse and worse as the week went on you know (laughs) i could start off with like this salmon or not salmon like this tuna poke bowl and ended up eating something with french fries on the last day but it was still so good and then lastly the restaurant we did not get to eat in for two reasons one we had our kids and two it's all indoors it's called salt and it is one of the few five diamond um, restaurants in all of Florida. It's like mm. that one. It's 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 salt. 
it's um what is the restaurant at victorian alberts and like something in like south florida there's not a lot as you guys know in florida this the five five star di- uh, five diamond dining and i we didn't get to eat there but it's they create like a a interesting experience with different salts from around the world it's kind of like a salt tasting menu almost hmm Maybe next time we get to go. I'm looking up the menu right now. It's ridiculous. That sounds unique. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and it's pricey. I want to say it's like $200 a person. So, you know, so it's maybe not as pricey as Victorian Alberts, but it can be if you, you know, start adding things up, wine flights and stuff like that. Wine pairing, sorry. Shoot, wine should be included. Wine is never included. Shouldn't it now? (laughs) (laughs) That should be like Sam's bumper sticker on her car. Wine should be included. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This looks really, really good. (laughs) Doesn't it look insane? (laughs) Yeah. So if we ever do a podcast meet up there, (laughs) we all know what we're eating that night. (laughs) The resort was phenomenal. Um, So what about, um, are you done? Any more food? I think that's it. We can move on from food. I mean, oh, there are a bunch of restaurants in the nearby um, town of Fernandina Beach which is also um, on the island. And we ate a couple different meals. I think we had three meals there, maybe. I don't remember. Three different meals. And the food there was good, all the different places. We did go to this one place. Um, one, I think it's called Brett's uh, Dockside or something like that. It's like they claim to have like the first sunset because like, it's on like the intercoastal on that side. And it's the first sunset in, in Florida is what they say. It was really nice. Yeah. So your your kids were with you. We did. It was and the four of us. Remind me their ages. Three. No. Yeah, sorry. Four and seven. Remind yourself of their ages. Yeah. Four and seven. <laughs> he turned four, four this summer. <laughs> so uh, what would you say the, the Ritz had as far as like kid friendliness? So I'll say this. Ritz Carlton in general, you know, I think that a lot of people maybe think that it's like kind of like this more hoity-toity, like really fancy resort. But, like, the more you know about Ritz, the more you know that they're all kid-friendly. Like, they all have, like, special things. Like, even the Ritz-Carlton in um, the financial district in New York. Like, that one, they still, what they'll do is, like, if you have a room that's big enough, they'll set up, like, a camp out in your room for your kids. Like, they go out of their way to create these, to cultivate these experiences for the entire family. Um, There's a lot of things that... Because we were there in slow season or because of the COVID that we couldn't do, um, like they have a kids club that's currently closed called Ritz Kids, um, and they have a kids night out that's currently not available, which is such a bummer, um, and that's because of the, the um, obviously they're not doing childcare on site right now because of that, um, but they still like the activities that they had, like we went and played tennis with our kids. We rent it like they give you free bike rentals every day. We took our kids out on the pool. Oh, that's nice. Even like they still did like a, sh- a shell and shark tooth hunt every afternoon. Um, in normal times, they'll have um, pirates come to, be, to celebrate like the history of the pirates in the area of Amelia Island. They'll have pirates meet down in the lobby every night and tell stories um, for the kids, which they're not doing right now because of uh, COVID. But there's a lot of things that they do. Um, and my kids never, ever felt uncomfortable and they always felt super welcome because the staff went out of their way to make them feel important. So, um, um, one other thing about kids is salt actually has a kid's menu. They do. 
But my four-year-old would not be sitting through that three-hour meal. Yeah. My kids you know love I mean? like super bougie meals like that. So mine would be all over this. So you've told yeah. Jess yes. would be leaving with a $1,000 bill for dinner. You really, that's exactly what you'd walk bougie away with. Kids. And I just, Hopefully yeah, Hopefully kids real. would only be 50. I know, right? You'd hope. Um, but yeah, there's just so much to do. And I will say like, like art, like, and this is touches on like, and something else is just the service was top notch. Like they, uh, would bring our kids like whatever, like my kids asked for, they don't like remember their orders, remember their drinks. Um, we'd walk up to the pool and people like from the day before that were our server, Mr. Barbie and how's it going? They always addressed you by your, like your last name. Like everybody knew your name, even though this resort is not small. Um, Everybody said, uh, I think um, Florida, Florida, um, our, one of the servers on our last day, like she would serve us earlier in the week and she said, Barbie and fam- family, oh, I'm so excited you're sitting in my section today. And we go, oh, yeah, we're excited too, but we're leaving and so sad. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad I get to be the, la- your, the last touch, you know, Aww, you, the, you know, the, like the last touch that's with really you. Nice. And then another server saw us sitting there eating, came and checked on us, said, Barbie and family, how are you all doing? And like, I'm going to get that last time. I know, right? <laughs> and then we said, good, we're heading out soon. And But she was so, my son was so excited to tell her that he'd been like swimming without his, like diving off the edge of the pool, my four-year-old, without his life vest and was so excited to, sh- to tell her about it. And then like she disappeared for a minute and then came back with ice cream for them just to like Aww. celebrate like the growth that he had made in swimming while we were there. Just like small little touches. And I was telling you guys, like they had lollipops. Someone walking around with a basket full of lollipops. Lollipops cost them 10 cents. But the fact that they're going around the pool with a basket bringing, it's just like those small little details mm-hmm. that make the kids feel included. But it's also that, it's, that is the, the touch with Ritz Carlton. Mm-hmm. Um, one day we were at, we uh, decided to have um, like evening coffees. So with our, the Nespresso machine that was in the room, so we we're out of Nespresso in the room. So I called down. It's you know it's breakfast time, and I just was wanted to get a coffee before I went for, uh, or right after I got back from my run. And they brought and, and they said, sure, Mister Barbin will bring some up right now. I was expecting like two or three, you know, Nespresso pods. They brought up two sleeves of Nespresso pods, like two full Your sleeves. Did you take those yes. home? They're they're in my kitchen now. Yes, nice. <laughs> but they go. Hopefully, this will make you through your next couple of days, Mister Barbie. And, and like, I don't know if they're being passive aggressive, but it was so nice. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this will help. Um, no, but it was just it's those small things, those small touches, remembering your name, remembering your kids, making them feel special. Even though the kids get, didn't get to do the kids club, like we still had all of these amazing interactions and touches. Um, and they have a, a macaw that lives there on on site, and it like has awesome. like a perch by the pool, and and my, it was just like one of my kids' favorite things. And by the end of the trip, it was talking to us, and every time we'd walk up, the first couple of times it didn't want to talk to us at all. But well, you know how how the staff treats your kids that stands out in huge ways, and, and really can enhance your trip and enhance how you when you look back at it. Yeah. You know, just your overall takeaways. Like, man, people love it when when their kids are not seen as an inconvenience. Almost, yeah. You know, my kids are going to remember that time they randomly brought them out free ice cream just because, yeah. Yeah. They, because of their to congratulate them on their swimming and to say goodbye. You know what I mean? 
Uh, it's the small things. And, and that those are the things that we took. Like they made my kids feel special. They made us feel good. They made us feel welcome, which I can't say like every resort I go to that that's the way I walk away. You know, I feel like it's what we think of as like classic Disney service, but like still happening every single moment. You know, like we have, what are those, what's the, the Disney thing, the magical, mo- isn't that magical moments? What is it called the, where they sp- sprinkle little pixie dust? There's like a saying for it. Um, that they ha- that the Disney cast members use and magical enhancements. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something ding, else. Ding. Early, we're showing off our Disney. I know, street right now, John. I know, right? But there, there's a thing that cast members you say, and like it's just like doing that little extra thing, you know, like they're able to give away fast passes. Don't they to say they're people. sprinkling pixie dust? Sometimes. No, that's definitely magical enhancements. You get that with everything. Anyway. Uh, but it's like nonstop. It's like continuous. Yeah. It's those little small things you get at Disney, like maybe once on a trip, but like yeah. the whole trip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nice. Magical moments. Magical moments. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I googled it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's like, but like it's an entire like week of magical moments, which I thought just that was amazing. And also, I will comment: the pool service was the best I've ever had. Consistently coming around. And then like in what like we got um, a bottle of champagne one day, and then like it was just so nice to be sitting by the pool, having a, a bottle of champagne, yeah, hanging out. It makes you feel normal. Like it makes it it feel like normal life to do things like that. To be able to, yeah, and we're still social distance, and we're still hanging out. The kids are in the pool, and the kids are telling other kids, "Stay away. I need six feet." But you know, because her <laughs> mom is my mom is Steffi. Um, you know, and, and like my four year old's like, "Stay away." Uh, it was good though. Like they had so much fun. We had fun. Um, I I can't say enough about the serv- the the above and beyond service. Um, so tell us about w- some of the yeah. activities that you did there. So there's a lot that it's included. So and previously we've the last uh, COVID getaway we did it was an a la carte sort of thing at the Greystone Inn. This was they had a um, a resort fee, and it was very much worth it. Not only did the resort fee include, you know, your internet and bottled water and espresso coffee and all those things every day, but it also included um, uh, two bikes per day. It included uh, like tennis and tennis rentals. It included your green fees at their golf course, um, which is a big, big expense, you know, when you think about that. Maybe, Maybe it didn't include green fees. Maybe it was just practice. I don't know. Yeah. It included some something with golf. I don't golf. It's that's not relaxing to me. It causes stress. Um, and it, it, I can't remember the whole list of everything it included, but there was a ton. Like include your boogie board rentals, your your umbrella and your chairs on the beach. You know all of those little small details that you may have to pay extra for other places that were included. So I didn't feel like I was being nickeled and dimed. Now, that being said, the food was expensive. You know, we're all used to paying resort prices for food and for beverage because like, we all go to Disney a lot. Yep. I would say add about 15 to 20% on top of that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, it was – although I didn't think I, – I think like, you know, average drinks were like 15 or $16 for like their specialty cocktails. But you could get a bucket of beer. I think it was like $39 for six beers. So it's not terrible. It worked out to be like $6 a beer, I think. That's pretty Something good. like that. Now, are they yeah. bottles or cans? 
They were like that. We, we got Corona Light, so they were tall, skinny bottle or tall, skinny can. Drink Coronas. Gonna... You get Corona on your Corona pandemic vacation. You spent thirty nine dollars <laughs> on six Coronas. My wife loves Corona, so that's what we had. <laughs> okay, but then we got a bottle of champagne, and it was. Room? We did, and it was full of stuff. And but we, because my son has allergies and we brought like special yogurts for him because he only eats a specific brand because because he grew up with a- with allergies he has a very limited like t- palate now mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. you know when oh, kids yeah. go through the toddler age they eliminate so imagine if yeah. they had a really small one to be a small palate to begin with um so because of that they brought it up and didn't charge us a fee or anything like that for the ex for it oh so they don't just have them in the rooms then they do but they're mini fridges with um mini bars oh and they'll clean them out for you for 25 dollars. but they brought up one for us for free Mm -hmm. so i don't know what the normal rent i think that they would just waive it most of the time if you ask them to anyways yeah for the extra one and they brought it up and it was up there like it wasn't in a room we got there why didn't you go get you some corona at the store well we did have our (laughs) boxed wine and our yetis so there's that <laughs> well also there's no beach service right now because technically you're not allowed to have alcohol on the beach because of a florida the florida uh mm. laws which are getting waived now anyway so when yeah. everybody goes they won't have to worry about that let's not um, talk about that right now <laughs> let's not i mean that dates the podcast anyways because uh, that could change as well uh. um but yeah it, it was great one last thing i want to talk about the actual well two things covid um, masks at all Marriott properties across because Ritz Carlton is part of the Marriott family, and any Marriott um, property in North America are they are required to enforce the masks regardless mm-hmm. of local like restrictions. Mm-hmm. And now, is a random Fairfield Inn in Nebraska enforcing that? I don't know, but they're big resorts that make a lot of money like that are definitely seeing th- you know making sure they're doing it. You'll get the occasional. It's always the older people. I don't know why, but it's whenever I go to these resorts, it's always the older people who don't want to wear the masks and complain about it. Um, I don't understand. They're the ones that are most at, at risk. Yeah. It's really strange. Um, but we appreciated that, that they're always enforcing it. And, that, you know, they'll ask you if you're not wearing one. Um, like we talked. Oh, one thing we're there. And it's partially because of COVID, but I think it's mostly because, uh, you know, business is down right now. I talked to their uh, one of their managers when they did the tour of the extra rooms, and he was telling me that um, they're uh, oh, uh, they, <laughs> I heard a weird sound. They were telling me that their leisure business is like doing just fine, which is accounts for about forty percent of their business, I think. But their meeting business, you know, which because nobody's going on conferences right now. Yeah. Is, is really down. And I think that's why, like, because of COVID, but, like, the spa is closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, and there's a few things, like we talked about, that aren't happening with the kids, kids clubs and stuff like that because of COVID. Um, and they are practicing social distancing. There are signs everywhere, six feet away. But the resort is really large, so you don't – and you can really spread out anywhere else. Um and then I, one last thing about the resort is they do have a club level. It is on the eighth floor. And you can get that in a package uh, rate. Um, but if you get a really good regular rate, you can add it on for $300 extra per night, which is a little bit steep if, unless you consider everything you're getting. You get breakfast, lunch, snacks throughout the day, hors d'oeuvres, and all of your alcoholic beverages and regular beverages served 24 hours a day in the club lounge on the eighth floor. And in normal times, 
during non-pandemic times, you would be able to also, if you were in club, they have a special section on the beach where you would be able to get um, free drinks from the beach bar. But you do not get um, your poolside drinks included in club level, which is where we spent most of our time, which is why we did not upgrade $300 on this trip. $300 is a lot. I can't hear you right now, oh, Jess. Oh, $300 you... is a lot. 300 is a lot. But if you if it, if you if it includes breakfast, two of lunch, or breakfast, jerks, lunch, snacks, drinks, that's... drinks it, it's, especially at resort pricing and where no, it's at. But no poolside Right, which was the deal breaker for us. Yeah, but well, couldn't you just yeah. like go up to the club and be like, "I need five drinks," and just be like, "In your sock, <laughs> carry them down to the pool." I mean, Sam and I would, but let's be I mean, honest. I would. No, no shame. I'd no, be up I, there what, every hour. I know, right? But what I will, what I will, what I will say about that is, we did the math like every day, and we weren't hitting three hundred dollars mm-hmm. between our breakfast, gotcha. lunch, and our drinks. So now, if you included dinner, then yeah, you're there. But it doesn't include full dinner. So besides my wife and I really liked eating at Coquina and the menu up there was they don't have that upstairs. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and one last thing we talk about, it's not about the resort, but my family did an excursion. I posted about it in our um, on our Facebook page. And we did a sunset cruise with Amelia Island, or I'm sorry, Amelia Adventures. And it was a private uh, charter. And it was just the four of us and the driver. Uh, and included your photography and everything and it took us out and we got to see like 20 different dolphins playing in the shallows where we were going through we got to see wild horses we got to see this ridiculous yacht it was insane it looked like beyonce was coming to town um and it was just so fun we got to see like an old ruins of um like the carnegies used to own cumberland island which is a neighboring island and like their old like 52 bedroom uh, house, it, the root ruins of it are still there, and you can see it. It burnt down in like the 30s. Oh wow! So that's cool. It was very cool. That was worth it, and I think that was 300, dollars and that was recommended by the hotel concierge. And you know, we we booked like if you start thinking about it, it's you will easily pay 100 dollars per person for an excursion. So for the four of us to have a private boat for 300, dollars mm-hmm. it was like we felt like that was a really really good deal, and everybody walked deal. away. With like that is one of our favorite moments from the trip. Awesome. How long? How long did it last? It was a two hour, a two hour like sunset cruise. Oh wow! Yeah, it was and a two solid. Two hour tour. <laughs> I think it was that's a three hour tour. Three hour. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we we're talking about that. My wife and I like, how did they get lost so far on a three hour tour? Because like, think about deep sea fishing. You don't go that far if you're doing a three hour like deep sea fishing. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. You're what... really thinking too far into Kilkenny. Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my mom said when I was talking to her about it. She's like, John. <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, and... um You're really ruining it. Club Level does also include the kids' activities and the kids' night kids night out activity, which is there's a fee for. So if you're going during times when they have a kids' club, it also makes the club level more worth it. Yeah, definitely. That. So things to and think Mary, about. And Marriott, bring those drinks to the, to the pool. I know, right? People buying. <laughs> so, but I, there are times when you can get it for less than three hundred per night on like certain promotions with a package. They did not have a promotion for club level when we went. Gotcha. So, anyway, any other questions before Sounds we like wrap you it had up? A fun, fun time. It was one of the best vacations we had in a long time. Nice. It was a lot of fun, and we go on a lot of vacations. Um, 
the, the kids just had a blast and it was fun. I will say the one thing. So we did last summer, we did not this past summer, but the summer before we did a trip to beaches, Turks and Caicos. And what we loved about that place was the, um, Oh, goodness, the kids club. So I think if we had access mm-hmm. to the kids club, that would have probably brought this up to like a little bit higher. And the r- room wise, we stayed at the Conrad Cartagena, which is like this spectacular resort in, in Colombia last year mm-hmm. on the beach. And the resort wise, I think the re- the Ritz was nicer, but the rooms, the Conrad was still probably was nicer, but they're redoing the rooms mm-hmm. at the Ritz. So it's not really I a fair comparison. Hotels. They do such a nice, very modern at the Conrad mm-hmm. the hotel, like where um, the Ritz Carlton is a little bit more traditional, even if it's more like a modern take on traditional now at this point. There's no more doilies on old couches or anything like that. <laughs> so, that. yeah. So that is the Ritz Carlton Amelia Island. And any of us can help you guys book it. If you were looking for uh, to go, we'd be happy to help you. And if you live in the Southeast, it is a great like, uh, you can go for a long weekend. You can go uh, for the full week like we did. We never ran out of things to do. Awesome. That's awesome. I think that's going to do it for this episode. And I would like to thank you all for listening. If you'd like to listen to more episodes of our podcast, you can find us pretty much wherever you find podcasts. And I'm going to see how many times I can say podcasts in this closing. <laughs> if you would like to connect with our pod community... Just go ahead and search on Facebook for Escape a Travel Podcast, and we would be happy to connect with you. And we always have some extra special things, video tours or photo tours, different things from our past trips, and we would love for you to be part of that community. Guys, thank you for listening tonight, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.